0: Sometimes you're not aiming for a completely opposite feeling. Sometimes you're just aiming for that less negative feeling, which is why it's important to rate the intensity of that initial feeling. Because sometimes those alternative statements that you come up with may not necessarily make you feel excited or make you feel happy, but it may make you feel less frustrated. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there Supermoms, what you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time, but know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your Supermom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast. Come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Let's jump into today's live, which is all about how do you want to feel? So this first step with everything, like I feel like I'm a broken record with this, is to become self-aware, right? You have to learn how to identify what it is that you're feeling so that we tend to gravitate towards just a handful of emotions, right? Like lots of things happen to us in the day, but typically we feel happy, sad, excited, disappointed, right? Those are like, there's, there's a few more, right? But you might just gravitate towards a certain number of emotions, but putting a name to how you're feeling is almost half the battle, right? Because that's going to help you get to what is fueling that feeling, but putting a word to it. So I always recommend to my clients, just go Google list of feeling words. And I always think of like in creative writing class, they'll have a poster on the wall. At least they did in my English class and where like just descriptive words, like good feeling words. And there's lots of things. I think I have a list and if you can't find it, just let me know. I will um, send you a list of feeling words, but being able to identify exactly how you feel and find that word that describes it, or maybe it's like two or three words because sometimes you might have a f- a mixed emotions, but being able to put a word to your feeling is so valuable. So that is that self-awareness piece. Taking time to stop and reflect, check in with yourself. And this might be something, if you're not used to doing it, something that you may want to do throughout the day. Set a timer on your phone, right? Use technology. Set a timer on your phone, maybe three times during the day, where your timer goes off. It will cause you to stop, right? When you're starting a habit, you need those cues to stop and just say, how am I feeling right now? And you got that list of feeling words in front of you. Are you feeling comfortable? Are you feeling discouraged? Are you feeling tired, right? Like just checking in with yourself and putting a word to that feeling word is gonna, or that feeling is going to be very helpful. And then ask yourself, how intense is that emotion? So if you're feeling discouraged on a scale of zero to ten or one to ten, with one being not feeling very discouraged, just a little discouraged to ten feeling very discouraged, almost to the point of like where it's crippling you, then you want to put a number like assign a monetary value to that number or to that feeling. Because that's going to come in handy when you start challenging that, which we'll get into in a second. So. Then you want to ask yourself, once you have that feeling word, you want to ask yourself, what is the thought that's fueling this emotion? What is running through my mind? Now, this is a little bit more of a difficult step because these thoughts are based, like these thoughts can be automatic because they're based on deeply ingrained beliefs. So a lot of times you may have emotions, and then when you go to think about what caused that emotion, it may seem to have come out of nowhere because those beliefs are so deeply ingrained. So your thoughts are happening automatically, especially the negative thoughts, because I don't want to get too much into this, but we've got a negativity bias, which is good for our survival, but it's not good when it's constantly creating some uncomfortable emotions for you or making you feel the way that you don't want to be feeling. So Getting at those underlying thoughts, and of course, this is all easier to do if you write it down, trying to sit there and just reflect on what you're feeling and the thoughts like that that's a great practice to get into. But when you're just starting out, it may be helpful to just get a piece of paper and I have something that I can send you if you're interested that can help you kind of organize your feelings and your thoughts and all of that so that you can get more at the root of what is creating those feelings for you. So now there's a few ways to challenge that thought. So once you come up with that thought saying, what is the thought that led me to feel discouraged? And it might take some digging. The the first thought that comes out of your mouth may not be the thought that necessarily created the feeling that you're feeling. And so you may have to do some digging and really some reflection on what is that thought. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. So once you have that thought, and let me know if you have any questions about this or anything, but one of the, once you have that thought, you want to challenge it. So one of the ways to do that is by looking at the evidence. Okay, so now I didn't come up with an example with this in my notes. So let me just give me a second. Let me think off the cuff what an example would be. And if you need help with this, let me know and I can walk you through something. But let's say you feel discouraged. I'm gonna go with my own feeling this morning. <laughs> Told you when we had a meltdown, um, what happened was our, seven, our eight-year-old Hard. I almost made her seven. She would have killed me. Our eight-year-old. She um has this in her mind that she wants to wake up at 5 a.m., but she doesn't go to bed till like 9 30. And so every morning I, I try, like because I, I feel bad. I don't I'll try very hard, but I try. Hey, Gianna, wake up, right? Wake up. It's five o'clock. And she might respond, she might not. A lot of times she doesn't. So then I'll wake her up at 5:30 hey, Gianna, it's 538. So this morning, last night, she got in a fight with her sister and ended up sleeping in our bed. So I ended up um, waking her up at six. And she got so mad. She got so mad to the point that she just laid in bed and cried for the next 55 minutes. (laughs) So it was exhausting so meanwhile our 12 year old came up and she wanted me to braid her hair so I'm sitting on the edge of the bed braiding her hair listening to my eight-year-old complain 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 about everything and um, she was mad because I didn't wake her up at five that was like the basic of it but then it just like you know spiraled into more stuff and then my 12 year old wanted me to braid her hair I did two Dutch braids and Then she came up to the kitchen when I was up there and started crying that they're not even. So I've got some perfectionist daughters. (laughs) She ended up taking it out. So I did just the one over and everything. And so she has a concert tonight. She doesn't want to go to. So it was just like a whole bunch of stuff that was going on. And I had woken up in, in a pretty good mood. I woke up at 5.30 in a really good mood. But by the time everything happened, like by the time, like, and then my... Teenager, like she didn't want to go to school. Like it was just like just a lot this morning. So, what feeling was I feeling? I was feeling discouraged. I was feeling disappointed. I could have gone down a whole spiral of thinking, I need to come up with a whole different system. I need to like be a better parent, right? Like all of these things could have came and they did, but I was able to release them because of the work that I've done. But the initial feelings that I was feeling was I was getting frustrated. Frustration was a big one. Um, I was feeling helpless because I didn't know what to do. I felt like getting in my bed and just putting the blankets over and just saying, forget it, you guys all stay home. But none of those would have been good, right? We agree, none of those would have been good. So instead, because I felt, hey, Holly, because I felt um, that frustration, I started thinking like, well, what are the thoughts that are creating that frustration for me? And the thoughts that were creating that frustration for me was I there was a little self blame. Like I should have just tried to wake her up at five. But then there was that other part of me that was like, no, like she needs to go to bed early. She needs to take that responsibility for herself. Yes. At eight years old, she can take that responsibility. We have Alexa She could set an alarm. She could sleep in her own bed. Like there's things that she could absolutely do even at eight years old to take responsibility for her own actions. But that frustration was stemming from all of those self-doubts that were coming up for me and feeling helpless was coming from like, what can I do? So it it was necessary for me to step back to be able to gather the patience and the, the information I needed in order to help her to get out the door in time. So weighing that evidence, even though I'm able to do it very quick, if you're not used to doing that, like if I went down that road saying like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible mom, like that I can't do this, that I'm feeling so helpless, right? Then I would have to collect the evidence that says whether I am a horrible mom or not. And there's plenty of plenty of evidence that suggests that I am not. But in that moment, it's hard to do. And so I suggest you do this at a time that's different from the time that you're feeling the emotion. And as, it, as you get more practice, you're going to be able to, you're gonna get better at it, just like anything. You get better with practice. And so you can do it more in the moment, but this is something, say this afternoon, you sit back and you, you get a piece of paper and you say, what was, I, what was I feeling this morning when I noticed that mood shift? What was I feeling? get that word, and then start writing down the thoughts that could have led to you feeling that way. And then once you have those thoughts, then you're gonna start collecting the evidence. Because we tend to to gravitate, we, we tend to grab on to the evidence that supports our thoughts. But when you make the time to start collecting the evidence that goes against those thoughts, that's when your underlying beliefs start to shift and your thoughts start to shift as well. So another way to challenge the thought is to say, what would a friend do or say in a similar situation? So this helps you see it from a different perspective. And we tend to treat our friends kinder, right? Than we do ourselves. So being able to say like, well, what would a friend do? Or what would I say to a friend who was in a similar situation? What ideas would I have or what suggestions? And then you can implement those suggestions into your own situation, but it will allow you to see it more objectively or from a different situation and treat yourself with some compassion. Hey, moms, can't catch a good night's sleep these days? I've got you. Sleep matters. And because it does, not getting the quantity or the quality you need can have detrimental effects on your health and well-being. To feel your best and not only to get through the day, but to have an absolutely amazing day, you've gotta get the sleep your body and mind needs, which is why I developed Sleep Matters, a course for moms to help you take care of yourself and get the kind of sleep you deserve. In this course, I teach you cognitive and behavioral strategies used in the treatment of insomnia. We work to minimize the sleep worries, Re-equate your bed with sleep, set you up with a sound nighttime routine, and establish an environment that is conducive to sleep. Don't waste another night tossing and turning. Enroll in Sleep Matters, self-care for the troubled sleeper. And finally, get your ease. Another thing that you would do is you wanna look at any cognitive distortions that are taking place or playing a role in those thoughts. So by cognitive distortion, what I mean is all or nothing, some overgeneralizing, maybe you're saying some shoulds, like holding yourself to some unrealistic expectations. Maybe you are jumping to conclusions or some fortune telling, which means that you are like acting on something as if it already happened. So there's lots of different cognitive distortions that could be playing a role, but looking at your thoughts and seeing if any of those distortions are indeed playing a role can help you untwist them and make them more rational, make those thoughts more rational. And then finally, come up with an alternative statement. What could you have said to yourself in that moment that would have been more serving, that would have served you better? So you want to come up with that alternative. See, because Like I said, your thoughts are based on the beliefs that you hold. And until you start shifting those beliefs that you're going to, there's a certain theme to your thoughts, even though you have like 60 or 80,000 thoughts a day, there's themes to them thoughts because they're based on the beliefs that you hold. So when you start doing the work and start untwisting your thoughts that are coming from those beliefs and creating better emotions or more comfortable emotions, because they're stemming from the thoughts, I don't know if that made sense, but once you start doing this work. It's gonna start happening more in the moment and you're gonna start shifting those beliefs and then your thoughts, the themes of those thoughts are gonna change as well. So while, well, I can't say, while meltdowns might not happen again in my my house because they will, (laughs) I just know they will. It's part of of raising kids. Um, I will next time be able to have more like different thoughts or come to those different thoughts much quicker than I would if I had not done the work, to, say, to if I had not made the time to actually reflect on how things could have been different and how I could have been different in that situation. So I ask you, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel and what thoughts would lead you to feeling that way? That's my challenge to you. So. If you want to think back maybe on a recent event, some things that happened, a situation, something that maybe your mood started shifting or you noticed you weren't feeling as good as you wanted to, go back and and ask yourself what were the thoughts that were leading to me to feel this way and how can I think of it differently? Practice, self-compassion, have grace, reinforce the positive, all of those will lead to less negative thoughts. And then you can go back and say, sometimes you're not aiming for a completely opposite feeling. Sometimes you're just aiming for that less negative feeling, which is why it's important to rate the intensity of that initial feeling. Because sometimes those alternative statements that you come up with may not necessarily make you feel excited or make you feel happy, but it may make you feel less frustrated, less dis- less disappointed, less whatever it is that you're feeling. And when you're first starting out, that may just be the the goal is to create a less intense feeling so that you can think more rationally the next time. So if you struggle with this, this is all part of my super mom detox. We talk all about those negative thoughts, all about how to challenge those negative thoughts, how to feel better, feel feel like in a better mood, a better perspective. It's all about enjoying your journey of motherhood and the Supermom Detox will 100% help you do that. So if you're interested in learning more, please sign up for a call. And remember, if you sign up for a call by December 15th, you get a free ticket to the Vision Board Party. Well, one of our Vision Board parties that's happening on the 27th or the 29th and um, if not just sign up for a call anyway even if you don't want to go to a vision board party sign up for a call because when you do you are going to discover what is keeping you on the back burner what's keeping you stuck from enjoying your journey of motherhood so that's all i have for today um if you have any questions about this please let me know and i will see you in the group Hey mom, short on time but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty? Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.